Hello and welcome to another episode of Intentionality podcast where we talk about a purposeful life. Today we have what do we call Sumit? Yogi, triathlete, a runner, a strength coach. Um I can say he is the epitome of intentionality. So welcome Sumit. Could you please introduce yourself to our audience? Thank you Satish for having me here. I'm very very happy and glad that we are here today. I put work made it yeah after the last rescheduling so uh and thanks for the introduction couple of things that I've done but I mean what do you call me I think just a human who smashed to be better every day and it started with running and yoga and then it went on to explore I mean further distances that I kind of learned about the sport of triathlon and then then tried that as well so yeah someone who strives to be better in in all the ways be it uh, yoga or running and not triathlons and then not just the sport but also in life in general yeah how did it start what what made you get into this what was the calling so it's uh, it's incidental i would say but uh, there there was an intent to to do something it was about i think now 15 years ago i was quite heavy i weighed about 90 plus kilos and and i didn't like it to me mm. nobody likes to feel that you're not fit and and you feel lazy lethargic and uh, so there was a thought that hey, i need to do something need to something for my health something for fitness and uh, so i started like walking around the park or jogging around the park that's where it started i lived in btm uh, at that point in bangalore and I still when i passed that park i kind of remember those times was i could barely run 200 meters but then yeah just did what i could walk run walk run walk run and then around the same time uh, my mother was unwell and it's, it's something very common problem that she had which is a knee issue like arthritis but in her case she couldn't walk it was like she was in pain and you know she was not able to get up and do normal day to day life work and this was 15 years ago she was about 50 51 years quite young i mean to face such a problem right and uh, i didn't know how can i help her but i wanted to do something and so i spoke about this situation at my workplace and at that point they were like kind enough and understanding enough to let me go work remotely for a month and kind of take care of my mom's health and then come back because I was worried at work and then somebody noticed around and they all have what's the problem and how can we help mm. i shared the problem they said you could end up okay you could go and do this and this was 15 years ago when work from right. home was not a thing right they right. is doing it so good of them okay it's really good of them and, and that's something yeah which which really i think changed my life for good right so i went home my mom lives in lucknow she is still there and uh, next says what do we do like how do we solve this problem and then that's when i learned about a uh, naturopathy and yoga kind of center which was run by vivekanand hospital itself they had a unit there and i would take her there for these therapy sessions they would do uh, i think it was a yoga practice modified for ailments they would use different uh uh equipments or belts to modify it so that so the patient can do it easily and uh, for a couple of days i mean i would take her i would sit there do nothing right wait for the sessions to end and come back 
I realized, hey, this is kind of magic, right? Uh-huh. I mean, that's clearly demonstrated to me like like movement is medicine and right. I should, we should all do something for our health and, and these problems that we are facing today are all lifestyle problems. Right. And that's when, when I came back to Bangalore, I started kind of practicing yoga. I joined a studio nearby my house then in BTM. Dhriti Yoga, I remember the name and I am still in touch with them. I started practicing there and uh, while I started practicing so yoga and running they both continued at the same time I was practicing yoga in the mornings running in the evenings uh-huh. this went on and then I came to a point where uh, I could do everything what was being taught in the class that was like and, and then an opportunity came wherein they wanted to go out for some demonstration and some performance somewhere they asked me, hey, would you kind of be happy to assist us? I was like, very happy, like, okay, I didn't know that's something I could do and it's possible, okay. So I, I went with them and, and I demonstrated the posture and it, it was a great experience. So I really loved it. And that's when I thought, like, what else can I do? You learn a lot when you teach, actually. Yes. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. So... So that was, I think, a long answer for a short question. <laughs> but I don't know what I missed. So that the the trigger, the trigger the to get trigger started was started was these two like an intent to do something for my health and my mom's condition and her recovery. Right. That's really kind of give me that clear vision. Like, what is the outcome if you do this? Right. So once you know clearly the value in doing something, I, I think uh, nobody needs to push you to do it right and that really goes with the what I think scrum teams as well right absolutely and our teams realize the value right? what are we doing and what is the outcome and not just the output right I think they are self-motivated to work towards that goal sprint after sprint and kind of work so that that's pretty much the intentionality the purpose driven right. life so if I fast forward now it's it's been 15 years since you started on this journey you're a triathlete and I and I heard you saying you know you wanna work towards completing a full triathlon as well. Um, if you were to look at a purposeful life for anybody for that matter, how does it look like for you? Purposeful life, I think uh, three words that come to my mind always that is happiness, health, and peace. Mm. So if you are happy, if you are healthy, and you are peaceful, uh, I think that's a well-led purposeful life. Mm. Every other dimension would be covered with it. Right, be it your relationships, be it your finances, be it your professional growth, uh, everything else sums up for me in these three words. Okay. Uh, that, that's, a, that's a great way to put it. So if you were to practice the same thing with your scrum teams, how, how do you practice it? That's an interesting one. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, first of all, uh, listening to your teams. Mm. I think that's that's one thing. Scrum in theory and scrum in practice, I think, become two different things. For that matter, anything. Yeah, anything, I would say, yes. So, I think first thing is to 
listen to your teams and to create an environment where a team can speak openly. The biggest problem I mean I face and I still face at times is people don't speak. Right. Right. I mean I I know you have a problem, but I want to hear it from you. Right? Because that's something if if there should be this openness in the team and then the courage for that we say like we would have the courage to do the right thing. But I think that's something for scrum masters and the leaders to build an environment where people feel safe. Right. Psychological psychological safety is the most important thing for people to speak. Absolutely. And and action on those I mean uh, whatever concerns or issues you hear from your team. Right. So I think uh, it's uh, it, it's two way. It's, it's the team and the and the management both have to work together. And to bring this happiness, health, and peace in your team, retrospectives, deep dives, discussing problems openly, giving that safe environment for the team to kind of come up with their questions, concerns, suggestions. Also, kind of explore uh, what do they wish to do? What are their goals? I mean, their goal, the company's goal, the team goals. They should all align at some point, right, to achieve that purposeful life and mission, be it at work or outside work. I think that's something we, we we need to stick together, and that's that's what I try to do. But but it's it's not as easy as it sounds to be. I think. And in fact, it sounds more like common sense. Like when you are bringing up kids, unless you give them uh, that psychological safety, they may not open up. Like my daughters now easily come and tell me you are you are weird. If at all I had gone and told this to my father, he would have beaten black and blue. So I did not have that psychological safety to go and openly express. So um, I guess sounds pretty much like a common sense of bringing up kids and family, right? Absolutely true. So you have spent a lot of time educating yourself about yoga, not just practicing. You have educated yourself a lot. Um, so what is it about yoga that attracted you? So uh, I think the education why I went in that direction is because. What I experienced with the practice, I really wanted others to experience. Okay, and me being a medium of that, that gives me a high. Like that's something which is uh, something I cannot explain in words. And when I'm teaching a class, I'm in a space which is of my okay. Like it's a different world. There's there is I cannot think of anything else. I don't. Know. That's how it becomes. Uh, it's. It's a state of flow, basically. Mm. When when I'm teaching, because uh, you cannot uh, take your focus away from your students in front of you. Think about something else. Uh, you may miss a count, or so it's uh, it's not that you may miss a count, but it's it's the connection that you make and the experience that you are sharing. And that's the intent with which I started. Mm. So, and and the first course I did was from Shivananda, like. 14 years ago or 13 years ago and uh, for that again I'm very grateful for my uh, employer at that time and, and and for them understanding my passion and my inclination towards this I was away for a month from work and, and mm. yes it was like yeah it was a rigorous training and... it was a rigorous training one month residential course and that was my first one okay and this this happened right uh, not right after but uh after I was ex- practicing with Jyoti Yoga and, and I, I thought I came to a point where I mean I could go to the next step and I was thinking what to do, what to do. And the 
and, and this course was really this is a story behind it which is interesting one it was i think at the time of december also uh same christmas vacations time and people going on on leave and and exploring things and i wanted to go somewhere i had some leaves in my kitty because i did work hard and there were like a lot of compost with me and they were all going to expire and really wanted to go somewhere but then none of my friends had leaves uh, i was not married then and i had no company to go along with somebody i was thinking what do i do i was doing some random google searches and that's when i came upon something which is yoga vacation ha uh, 13 years ago oh my god this this yoga vacation so and i thought okay let me explore and then experience it was a two weeks 15 day kind of a vacation program which it still is conducted at the same ashram and that was my first ashram experience so i went there stayed for two weeks uh learned what they taught and really enjoyed the experience that is when i learned that they have a teachers training course in a program wherein you could kind of become a teacher with doing the hours of training if you go there and stay for a month came back with that intent and uh, took me an year to kind of discuss plan convince my team kind of make sure that work is not affected and and also be on a kind of be on the toes if there is something critical i'm going to drop it and come back so with all of that it did happen but it took an year to plan so that's what the first yoga course and and then it went on like after i completed that i en- enrolled for a masters in yoga which was in jagannathaswara university and uh, it was a part time course it was i think it was designed well for working professionals when you keep visiting them after like every 6 months for your exams and also a contact program where they teach so it was well structured got to spend to got to spend some time at their hospital darudgalam doing an internship so it, it took me about i think two and a half years to complete the degree and uh, it was a great learning experience and i have been able to share what i have learned with my students so hope your friends don't think that i kash would have taken this guy on a vacation he turned out to be a yogi because we did not take him on vacation a discussion didn't happen but yeah i think it's an interesting one <laughs> hope they don't tease you <laughs> so i think uh, initially uh, i don't know if they ever teased me but initially they they have right i mean you have a different lifestyle and a different life and and then you slowly gradually change and transition and you become something else but then in my case it was not like a flip it does, didn't happen overnight right it happened on a very gradual uh, way like like maybe if i'm partying with my friends till 3 am it became 2 am it became 1 am it became 12 it became 10 then it became none so that's how kind of gradually it went down so that's a good cue uh, if somebody has to transform themselves and you cannot really flip there is not really stop quitting smoking there is Bye. no magic pill <laughs> there is no shortcut and there is there is uh, no sudden gains that can happen in any field and if they do uh, i can bet on it it will not be consistent right Right. and you can go on a crash diet and kill yourself and lose 30 kgs in a month but then you cannot sustain it right really what matters is the sustainability right right so anybody who is planning for a change be it like an organizations transitions transformations or individuals who are 
trying to transition or change their careers, chase fitness goals, health goals, or like goals like scaling the Everest, running a marathon. Give yourself time and believe in yourself. First of all, you can do it, and it's all doable. It's a process. People have done it, right? And nobody kind of uh, learned it from day one. Give yourself the time. Know what is the effort needed. and take one step at a time when right. you could have your north star as i don't know maybe doing an ultra man but then you have to start with a walk right absolutely so given that you know your background in you know, the last 15 years you've been on a journey and you give 100% to something that you like and and you get fulfillment out of teaching did scrum master role come naturally to you then that's a very interesting one it i didn't know that this role existed like a couple of years ago and uh, i heard this word a lot like i think 5 uh, years ago scrum master scrum master scrum master well, i didn't know what it is and uh, 2020 i switched jobs it was right at the start of the pandemic when i i i, I worked with amalgamation for 11 years where all all my transition transformation happened that i moved to a different organization right at the start of pandemic mm. and i i moved to a different uh, sector altogether healthcare but pandemic was there and and so every company was facing losses and that's when i also kind of it was made redundant and uh, that seven month break i had i was exploring and th- thinking what do i want to do next i mean i have a break now let me pause and think what do i really want to do and uh, that's when i came across scrum master okay and i was like this sounds like something which i want to do and this aligns with my vision mission purpose passion and goals for future as well but how do i do this so that's when I again started educating in the and uh sort of PSM1 then you know watched a lot of videos on YouTube uh went on and did another certification what I did with you on on product owner so I, I think in those 7 months break that I had during my career I think I've done close to 40 odd online learning certifications education <laughs> Related to Scrum, Agile project, and I was clear this is what I want to do. And then I was waiting for the opportunity, which I got, and then I got into a Scrum master. Got it. That's a so one good quality that I see uh, in you is you know, first figure out what you want to do, get the clarity. Once you get that, just dive in and educate a lot. Absolutely right. So that's important. So, so whatever role that you're getting whatever. into, educate yourself, but have clarity. Have clarity. Once you know what you want to do, I think that is half the job done. Right. Similarly, in like I think our organization, once you know the problem clearly, you can solve it. Very often we don't have the problem statement right, and it's works working towards it. I think uh, so. Your personal transformation and then the traits that you have. did that help you at workplace as a scrum master and helping with transformation absolutely a lot i think uh, the personal trait and and what i built through practice of yoga and and running itself 
as being neutral in in most phases of states like being too happy too sad uh, mostly neutral uh, when i i do feel happy about things and sad about things that don't go well or do go well there is enjoyment but at large i i am able to stay neutral and i think that plays a very important role in in my job as well being a scrum master uh, first of all not bringing in the conditional or unconditional bias being aware of it at least if you are bringing it in and uh, being being able to stay neutral we are listening to different members of the team or different parties involved that really helps hmm. so two things there um i don't know whether i'm using this word right equanimity like being neutral to the situations and sensations uh, which yoga helps and um, being mindful of what we do mindfulness so if we take these two uh, from yoga uh, do you think that would be a great toolkit for scrum masters and has it ever helped you in any situation well not just scrum masters i would say all working professionals yeah. would help and one thing which i wanted to add to it as i think i forgot was the emotional intelligence you'll be able to connect with your team and people right we are, we are all driving or chasing some goals in life at organizations but then at times you have to take a pause i mean there might be a team member who needs more attention than the goal you are chasing mm. right so with with these practices especially yoga practice that awareness comes in not just for self but for your surroundings as well right you would be able to connect with your team uh, and i think uh, as a scrum master if your team member comes and tells you hey i'm feeling do i have this problem or something then you are doing the right but if but if you hear it from someone else uh, there is something you need to do about it so that means we have built that transparency that culture of openness and at times you may not be able to do anything about the problem and that's okay often people just want to be heard they don't want you to come and solve all their problems for you they just want to be heard and not be judged so that's a great point so if you want to measure yourself as a scrum master make sure that people are openly talking to you whether you are capable of solving it or not absolutely they're expressing it yes so that that that's a great point nice so if there are scrum masters who wants to get into yoga is there specific type of yoga that they should start with that's an interesting question again so uh for agile teams it could be anything right that they follow right they could follow scrum they could do a kanban they could do a scrum ban they could they could follow scaled anything but then i think the goal is one right i mean you want to be delivering value to your customers and as quickly as possible similarly with yoga no matter what path you choose or what style you choose there are different paths of yoga like raj yoga bhakti yoga gyan yoga karm yoga and different styles in the physical practice you could do like hatha yoga ashtanga yoga primarily no matter what you do it will all lead to the same ultimate goal so you can choose a path that you like but then to know what you like you have to explore okay educate yourself yes so don't think hey uh, i'll do it tomorrow or i this is too tough for me this is too easy. just go and experience 
in today's era there is everything available online everything is available offline if you're in bangalore or anywhere sign up for a class nearby go and experience to do it for a week or a month if you like it stick to it if you think no this is not something i can connect with try something else makes sense i mean feel fast feel safe and die and improvise so um you know if you live in bangalore of course you live in bangalore so you know about the situation the traffic is so much and if people travel to office by the time you're back home it's what eight sometimes because of the traffic the energy is fully drained um people hardly have energy left to do anything um of course you are 100% committed you no matter what you make it happen so if someone has to get started from that situation uh, how would you suggest them start maybe we can start with stay tuned for part 2 